Coming up on this special Martin Luther King Day version of the Money Beat podcast, bank earnings, earnings in general. Can the market get anything out of corporate profits? This is Money Beat from the Wall Street Journal. Everything you need to know about money and the markets and then some. Hello, everybody. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Paul Vigna, Stephen Grosser here on the Money Beat Podcast. A couple special guests with us, Aaron Lucchetti, Dan Strumpf, and Chuck Jaffe from MarketWatch. Uh, gentlemen, I know this is the, it's, let me tell you, the, the markets needed a, a day off after the two weeks that they've had, the brutal two weeks. And it, it's interesting because, you know, you have these terrible two weeks, a lot of selling, China oil, we know all that stuff. But the the big driver of corporate values, profits, is what traders are being thrust into right now. Earnings are kicking up. Uh, bank earnings already started. We get a couple more important ones this week, right, Aaron? Why don't you tell us about those? Indeed, we'll have a really interesting day Tuesday when we see Morgan Stanley and Bank of America. So if the big market volatility of the recent weeks uh, caused you to call your broker and uh, say, you know, what's what's going on, what should I do? Uh, the two biggest brokerage firms, Morgan Stanley and, and Merrill Lynch, part of B of A, will, will report Tuesday. So we'll get some interesting updates. Is, is Bank of America the biggest bank now? Who's the biggest bank now? J.P. Morgan's the biggest bank. They are the biggest. But Bank of America bought Merrill Lynch, so right. they have the thundering herd of right, right, 16,000 right. or yeah. whatever brokers. And, and they're pretty close to the clients. It'll be interesting to see what their clients did during the fourth quarter. I mean, they don't have updates for what happened in January, but they'll give a pretty good update. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I think the interesting side here is, you know, let's take a look. Here we are at the first holiday of the year let's take a look at the last holiday that we got through of course that being new year's day and go back to like the week before when everybody was making their forecasts for 2016 and what their predictions were the last guys were getting in for what they were calling for and you know i've spent mm -hmm. the last two weeks talking to folks and they're not changing their forecast it's not like you can sit here and say oh well you know blackrock or nuveen or whatever that they're all changing what they said was going to happen for this year they didn't see this necessarily coming in the magnitude that it's happened. Right. But some of them are going, oh, this rains the game and changes everything. And, and, you know, we didn't expect hell to be coming, and now it's here. They thought it was going to be a tough year. They just didn't think it was going to be this tough a start. Yeah, well, I think I would even, I would even think to their defense, you can't, even as bad as those two weeks were, you can't really immediate because then you're just updating your targets every single day i mean you have to give it at least a little time to breathe and see where the where the, where the market's going after this don't you i yeah i th i think i think that's right and um you know I, I think the big question that a lot of people are probably wondering right now is you know what's 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 kind of the 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 rebound going to look like i mean first of all is there going to be a rebound and second of all what's, what is it going to look like is it going to be the kind of august you know post august 24th rebound which yeah. which was you know more or less a v bottom or is this going to be something a lot uglier and you know speaking of, of august 24th i mean pretty much everybody thought no no way we're getting a v bottom this time no way it's going to bounce back and it bounced right back right so you know and that's been the story actually to be honest like from since 2000 you know, uh, 14, May 2014, because you've seen this, like, this 1900 level on the S&P, and every time we cross through it, we bounce right back, climb back, come, you know, and we've basically been stuck, for better or worse, around that 1900 level for since May 2014. Right. That's not really a great thing, though. No. I mean, like, no, not yeah, at all. That, that's about, you're talking about, you know, being in quicksand. Hey, one thing I want to get, ask you guys about, uh, in terms of bank earnings, too, you know, we, we had talked on Friday a little bit about the, the yields 
the, the picture the, in the bond market. The banks had to expect a better environment than this in terms of where yields are going to go and allowing them easier, allowing them better lending conditions. Have they talked about that at all? Can we expect more on that front from them? Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great point. I mean, whenever we've seen this happen, the banks go back to their cost-cutting card and they play that further. You know, they cut more branches. Mm-hmm. On the way to work today, to the city banks I used to go to, they're both closed. They're cutting branches left and right, and that is a big cost-saving strategy. On trading desks, the same thing has happened. In Goldman, we broke that story last week, cutting 10% of its uh, bond traders. Uh, that's a big statement for Goldman because for years they've wow. said, hey – we know bond trading is out of favor, but it always comes back. We're great at this. We're sticking to it. And, and that, that's beyond the – don't they usually do some culling at the end of the year? Or something? It's beyond that. They do their usual culling, right. which is about 5%. So they're yeah. doubling that. So it's a, it's a tough year at Goldman and Morgan, which has had more of an up-and-down uh, reputation in fixed income, cut 25% of their staff in that division. So pretty big statements that things aren't getting better anytime soon in bond trading, which is a big business for Goldman and Morgan. But when you look at that from the standpoint of interest rates where Paul started the discussion – Is that interest rates or is that the consumer? There was a study released last week that talked about how the percentage of of bank customers who did not visit a bank branch in the last 12 months was at record highs. That has nothing to do with interest rates and everything to do with why a bank would also want to get rid of its branches. I mean, if you're getting to the spot where fewer and fewer people are using bank branches, in the best of times, a bank would still be responsible if it were cutting off branches, wouldn't it? Yeah, but you know what? The thing about that, I, I was talking to a bank guy recently about that, and I mentioned, I said, I, I, beyond me why they even keep the branches open. No one goes into them anymore. I, I go I go into them because I'm a complete Luddite, and actually, I, no one's ever in there anymore. But they have a strategy for those branches. Those branches are... That's marketing for them. That's presence for them. They keep those open for a reason. So I know what you're saying, Chuck, but they have a plan for those banks. So when they are closing branches, it's because the plan isn't going according to plan. That's a good point. One of the reasons they're more sticky in urban areas is because they're better foot traffic, better billboard. Uh, one of the bank CEOs uh, likes to say, you know, the branches get smaller, but the signs in the front of them get bigger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? All right, folks, we're going to cut it off here. I'm going to cut it off here because this is Martin Luther King Day. This is a day of rest. Everybody should be at home enjoying your day off and reflecting on what this day means. It really is a big day, and we all deserve to spend some time quietly reflecting. So that's where we're going to leave it. I want to thank you all for listening. And, uh, look, come back. Come back to iTunes, uh, wsj.com slash podcasts. And come back to the Money Beat blog because this week coming up is going to be busy. It's going to be a lot that you need to get up to date on, and we're going to catch you there. So we'll talk to you later. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously.